Hello and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Monday, June 6th, 2022, recording live from the Yay Studio. I am your host and produ- producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have one Kyle Charles. What's going on? And one Paul, Mo- I'm sorry, Justin Moore. Well, hello. Uh, it's going to be a fun one today, folks. Buckle up. <laughs> Strap in. As always, uh, thank you so much for listening. We are so proud and glad to have you with us. Uh, be sure you follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And the uh, last week, we put our finals predictions on wax and talked uh, about all things finals as well as played a little finals trivia. So be sure to check that one out if you have not already. Okay. Well, it's game two of the finals just wrapped up last night, so we've got a lot to get to. Uh, are we ready to dive in with everybody's favorite game? Yes, we are. Well, then yeah. let's do it with... What did he say? Hey. Oh. Bang! 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 That's right, it's What Did He Say? The rules for this game are very simple. I will play an audio clip of an NBA personality, player, coach, or analyst. It will be your job, Justin and Kyle, to work as a team to guess who or what that person is talking about. Each correct guess is worth 100 points. In the event of an incorrect guess, I receive the 100 points. Four clips today. Are you ready to get started? Let's get it started. Let's get (laughs) it started. Shout out to George Savides. Okay, question one. Who is speaking in this clip? And who is this person Ooh, speaking start. about? Yeah, being able just to put him out there on that wing, uh, use his length, his physicality, you know, try to disrupt him a little bit, get him out of the patterns, like I said, and uh, it helped tremendously tonight. Um, it was a different look, and you know, obviously we got to just try to stick with that. Who is speaking in that clip, and who is he speaking about? I do wonder what they're sticking mm-hmm. with, but um, that uh, sounds like little baby face, bad mustache Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. I just don't mm-hmm. know who he's talking about unless he's talking about the return mm-hmm. of GP Dose. You're speaking my language, brother. That was my idea. Look at that. Great minds think alike. Yeah. I hate to I, overthink it, but I was yeah. like, ah, it kind of sounds like Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. And yeah, GP3, GP2 makes more sense than Wiggins because he was a better boast game. I want to interject here. What a bummer that his he's not the third. Yeah. GP3 yeah. is a sick nickname. I ever, I have to correct myself every yeah. time. GP3 would be awesome. Anyways, go ahead. I'll start GP2. calling him GP Peace. GP Two? Junior. Yeah, no, but he's not mm-hmm. the junior. Uh, Anyways. Um, <laughs> his son better be an NBA player. Oh, my God. If he's not GP3. Anyways, what do you think? He's going to name him like Frank. Anyway. Uh, yeah, okay. I do think it's Jordan Poole talking about uh, Gary Payton. <laughs> the two. <laughs> Walking that in? Walking it in. GP Let's part see. deer. Uh, there's not a double reveal. This is all one clip. Let's oh, see. Okay. Jordan, you talk about defense. It yeah. looked like Draymond yep. came out of super aggressive nope. one oh. physical. Yeah. It was Jordan Poole correct, yeah. uh, but it was he was talking about Draymond Green. Nope. Mm, uh, so player in the game. 100 points to you. What? We'll get back to 100 that. 100 points to mm-hmm. me. Uh, yeah, it's Jordan Poole talking about Draymond Green and his versatility and flexibility defensively on the wing uh, in, ga- in the Game 2 win that tied the series 1-1 heading to Boston. Uh, what do we think of that about that Game 2? Let's just get to it right away. We can mm. get to it. It was, uh, it was exciting for the first half, obviously. Then the Warriors took over in the third quarter. But, um, yeah, I mean, I do feel like, I said it, is the dirtiest player in the game. 
Um, he's been doing it all finals. Should have got a second technical. Should have got thrown yeah. out. Do we think also, he should have been ejected? Yeah, I do, only because of this, obviously, conjunction of all the things. Stack up, like, every piece of that kind of play with Jalen Brown. But also, we also really don't like Zaza for the same reason when he wouldn't closed out like that and Kawhi. hurt Kawhi. Yeah. And that easily could have happened to Jalen Brown. Yeah. Kind of like if we're going to be like, okay, somebody got hurt and that's why you get this, then we just, like, the reason we have to put on seatbelts in the car because you might get hurt. Like, it's the reason. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's other reasons we trade, treat Draymond differently than we treat Zaza Pachulia. Yeah. They've accomplished different things. I'm yeah. just meaning for that, those two specific plays. Like, he yeah. went in and Jalen Brown, for all we know, could have cracked his head open, like, on the court. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Lands on top of the man. Okay. But overall, the game. Yeah, overall. Takeaways from the game, Kyle. You know, game one, I almost texted you guys at halftime, and I was like, here we go. Let's see if the Warriors can put together a Warriors third quarter. That's their difference maker. The fourth quarter is kind of the Celtics' difference maker. What can they do? And they had a pretty good third quarter in game one. I almost got a little cocky and hit the group chat with it, and glad I didn't. Glad I didn't because it didn't work out so well. Right. So game three, I was like, all right, they did it again. I'm going to learn my lesson and keep this to myself until yeah. the end of the game. And, you know, game one, the Celtics kind of punched him in the mouth right away. It started the fourth quarter. Yeah. Game sure two did. didn't work out. Got the steal. Uh, somebody scored right away for the Warriors. I can't remember who it was, but they just immediately, there was not that shifting in the momentum towards the Celtics. And it seems like they just never got it back Yeah, after that. So it, it was just kind of an extension of the third quarter of Jordan Poole hitting that three at the end where you're like, wow, this is probably it unless the Celtics can get something started right away. And when they didn't, it just felt like, yeah, it's all over. So this isn't any deep statistical analyst or anything, but or analysis, I should say. But uh, for me, game one felt like the Warriors are so used to, especially in their finals runs, having that third quarter avalanche that uh, Wob on Twitter has been posting a clip of the Warriors avalanche every time that the third quarter happens, um, and teams not being able to recover from it. And I think, you know, like I said, no no deep uh, analysis here, but I just think that they are not used to teams coming back from that uh, overwhelming rush of third quarter. Uh, and... I, I I almost pulled a you called it for this because uh, I was wrong. I said that Al Horford would be a, quote, zero in this series. Now, I didn't say his performance. I made a point to say not his performance, but I just don't know if how playable he would be. Well, in game one, he proved me wrong. His finals debut, good for him, goes crazy. And let's be real here, without the Horford points, they don't win game one. Uh, I mean, just numbers-wise, they don't win it. Uh, even if somebody else has taken those shots, he was the the highest plus minus on the team, I believe, uh, through the second or through the third and fourth quarters. So overall, uh, game two, when you look at it, uh, the third quarter was a plus 21 for the dubs, which is the highest single quarter plus minus in finals history. Uh, the Celtics had 18 turnovers. Jordan Poole was phenomenal. Of course, he hit that uh, half-court heave. Can you call it a heave? I mean, it, it looked like it was in his wheelhouse. No. When he pulled up, I, Justin and I were watching the game together. I said, why would you take that shot? And, bef- and it went in as I'm saying that, and we're both screaming that it went in. So, um, so Justin, you had uh, Celtics in five, still a possibility. Mm-hmm. And, Kyle, you had Warriors in five, still a possibility. How are you guys feeling about your pick so far, Justin? I feel great simply because the... Celtics had to like go check off the hardest thing I think for their win in five situation, which is win one 
like you have to win the one in Golden State. You win the very first one. I think coming into game three, Boston goes in with a chip on their shoulder because all this Draymond stuff, all the foul stuff. They're like, screw that, and they win that game. I also do think the refs are really tired of hearing Draymond Green like be like, yeah, they won't do anything to me. And so he gets thrown out of the game, in my opinion. Celtics win that game. I think they hold court, obviously, at home in the next three. But I do think that kind of avalanches for the Celtics to win. Kyle? I still feel fine about my pick. Um, you know, just looking at some of the numbers versus what you would expect, I think you got a pretty absurd performance in game one out of Horford yeah. and Smart and was Pritchard the third one? Had a third score. They had a lot outrageous. of outrageous. Uh, oh, Derek White. Yeah. Those three were like 80% from three. Um, and then in game two, you have Horford and Smart combined two for 10 for four points. That's low. Yeah. <laughs> they're not mm-hmm. probably going to play that poorly uh, moving forward. So it's still hard to guess. Like, okay, they're probably going to average out somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah. So, um, you know, going back to Boston, I kind of expect Tatum to have a bigger game. He had 28 points in game two, but Jesus, I mean, minus 36. Uh, not a great game for him. Four turnovers. So uh, I still feel okay about my pick. I joked with Justin in the in the chat after game one that's just setting up the douchebag sweep right. just for the five games <laughs> right. Warriors like I called. So, uh, yeah, I'm not backing off of that. I'll stick with it. And I had dubs in six, and I still feel confident about that. I do think that the game one, uh, yeah, I hesitate to use the word fluke because I don't think anything is a fluke anymore. And in in this late in the playoffs, it's the finals. You know, I don't think there's such thing as a fluke. Uh, but I do think that the Warriors won't let that kind, that kind of situation happen again where they're up by 12 at the end of the, th- the third and then end up losing by 15. I don't think that's going to happen again. And if it comes down to it, late game situations in the garden, uh, TD garden, that is, um, of course I would probably favor the Celtics and Tatum and to figure something out, but I do think they split and I, and I still do feel confident about my dubs in six. So, all right, well, well done. Uh, that was a brief recap on game one, uh, or game ones and two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've, we, we will probably see, I think schedule wise, we'll see the next two games before we are, uh, on yeah, the air with tomorrow. you again. Yep. Uh, so three games then I believe, um, Monday is game five. Okay, so then we will uh, probably be recording or figuring something out while it's happening or, or yeah. shortly there uh, after. Um, okay, good job. 100 points to you. Oh, sorry, no. 100 points to you, 100 points to me. Yes. Uh, on to question two now. Hey, who is speaking in this clip? And who is this person talking about? One of the best players our league has ever seen. And there's still a ton left in that tank. I don't know why people tend to try to write him off. I'm going to approach him like I do every player I've ever encountered. We're going to talk about our running habits with the ball, without the ball. And again, the, to- the-, the team, the-, the rhythm of the team and-, and trying to establish a rhythm. Who is speaking in that clip and who is that person talking about? Justin's got something. Big idea. I forget his name, but so it's not going to help you that much. It will because you'll know who it is. New coach of the Lakers. Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham talking about one Russell Westbrook who's been getting a lot of flack these last couple of years, talking he's still got a lot in the tank, even though he's been in this league for a long time. We're going to approach this game, how we're going to play. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Also, Coach Ham did hired. say he wants to feature Westbrook more. So that is not what I was expecting, not what I was listening for. So let's hear it again, mm-hmm. but I think that's a good idea. Okay, let's hear it again. 
one of the best players our league has ever seen. And there's still a ton left in that tank. I don't know why people tend to try to write him off. I'm going to approach him like I do every player I've ever encountered. We're going to talk about our running habits with the ball, without the ball. And again, the, to- the-, the team, the-, the rhythm of the team and-, and trying to establish a rhythm. What do you think? Yeah, I, I will say this. That sounds like what a coach would have to say going in there dealing with Russ. Um, yeah, that is the type of incoherent ha- answer that Lakers fans mm-hmm. love. <laughs> I do also, how are you going to handle Russ? I think that question obviously would come up with any new coach mm. going to coach Russ. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I was stumped on that. So thanks, Justin, for Come. hopefully bailing us out. I feel good about it. A lot Lock, of ideas. Locking in Darvin Ham and coach Russell Ham. Westbrook. Specifically mm-hmm. what I hoped would not coach happen, Ham. by the way. <laughs> okay, here we go. Head coaching job in the association, uh, started as a G League yep. head coach. And, of course, we just mentioned um, winning a title on the front bench with the Milwaukee Bucks. And welcome, Darvin. That is correct. Yep. Good for you. And uh, let's see who was speaking. I don't have a clip for it, but it was Darvin Ham. Yeah, you're right. Yep. <laughs> who was you talking about? Westbrook? Sorry, it was Westbrook oh, talking okay. about Darvin Ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Darvin Ham talking about Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Easy. I uh, wish him the best. Yeah, so that's actually what I wanted to talk about. It was new mm. Lakers uh, head coach Darvin Ham talking about Russell Westbrook and how he plans to integrate him into the Lakers plan. You know better than any of us, Kyle. Uh, do you think Darvin can turn this uh, Lakers roster around, or is it doomed? I mean, shit. I, I didn't expect you to pull it, but I'm pretty sure, word for word, I said on here, I sure hope... That Darvin Ham's first yeah. <laughs> head coaching chance is not with the Lakers. Yeah, it is. Uh, seems sort of doomed, but I hope not. I think he's a great coach. He did great work with the Bucks. Uh, so I wish him all the best. You know, I have not come on here and root for the Lakers very often, but I hope it goes well. I think a former player similar to uh, the change in Boston with brad kind of understanding like let's get a former player in here who's going to tell these guys what's yeah. up when they need to hear it yeah and they're not trying to hear it from me anymore Frank vogel, um, yeah. i think that's sort of the same thing where vogel probably needed to tell them some things that they were just not trying to hear from him that they might hear from darvin ham he's a tough player he has a ring from the 04 pistons team which i love so um i hope they listen to him i hope he gets them to do some things they don't want to do whether that's ad playing the five whether that's russ you know, being the backup point guard or something, you know, whatever that roster, I think there's potential for it. If the players on the roster would be more flexible. And I hope that he can kind of talk them into that. I hope so too. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens here is the clip just in case we were missing it. Don't, don't, don't get it messed up. Russ is one of the best players our league has ever seen. Yeah. So he did say Russ is one of the best uh, players league has ever seen. And uh, I think that they're going to... uh, That's not today's Russ. That's true. we got to figure that out. That's true. Yeah, we're going to see. All right. Well, good job uh, on that one. 200 points to you. So 300 total, 100 to me. Uh, On to question three now. Hey, who is speaking in this clip? And who is this person talking about? When you got a guy who we switch five times, and he scores on your big man five consecutive times. I don't know why you don't call a timeout and switch that mess up. Don't switch it. Trap it. Trap it and get the ball out of his hand, and then make sure that you know these kids nowadays, they like to split the double. Make it come close enough where he doesn't split, and he veers out towards the the, 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 um, the top, the, the, you know, the, the half court. 
who, who is speaking in that clip and who uh, is that person talking about? Well, oh, because this could have been about game one or two. A little bit of context there uh, with the some things thrown in there. I'm not going to tell mm, you, but yeah, some context. I don't. I oh, don't. I was waiting for you to help. Oh, no. oh I thought you had not to try and help us out a little bit. Not but, yet. You know, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't really know. If I had to guess, uh, if he's talking about game one, Horford, quote unquote, big man, uh, you're switching all five positions as a Celtics. Horford goes off a little bit and you don't figure that out as the Boston, as a, as the Warriors do. Throw out some names so you can hear this again. You're not going to hear the whole thing because the 30 second clip, but, but throw out some names there. Maybe. Uh, could be about Jordan Poole's performance game two. Could be about Steph's performance game one, although he went quiet towards the end there. Um, mm-hmm. Could be about any combination of, yeah, Derek White, Marcus Smart, or Al Horford. Yeah. Probably uh, Derek yeah. White as far as getting the switch out. Sounds like Avery Johnson lost his voice. I was like, <laughs> who the hell? I'm at a loss for who it is. Yeah. Let me Let, hear it well, let's time. hear it again. Yep. When you got a guy who we switch five times, and he scores on your big man five consecutive times. I don't know why you don't call a timeout and switch that mess up. Don't switch it. Trap it. What do you think? Is oh okay. Oh, so he's talking about a Celtics name? player, Steve Kerr. Notoriously, will not change the game plan. They switch everything. They won't trap it. So the name Johnson's coming to me for some reason. Because I just said Avery Johnson. That yeah. might be it. <laughs> but no, because like I've listened to as because I'm old, a lot of serious NBA radio, and I hear a lot of voices. Uh, I just don't remember the guy's name. Meaning it's not funny NBA radio, or oh, uh, Sirius XM. Sorry, I've yeah. I haven't listened to the radio in a decade mm-hmm. and a half, so I don't know. Yeah, well, um, I yeah, I'm I'm at a loss. Well, I'm gonna need an answer. Mm-hmm. I think boy, that's a toughie. It's okay. How about this? It's a retired NBA player speaking about a current NBA player. Wow, you're dead on. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give me some names. Give me some names and we'll I don't uh, have get rolling. I don't have them. You, I need some. Avery Johnson sounds good to you? Oh, it doesn't. It's kind of a joke. Also, that guy's voice didn't sound great either. <laughs> no, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like Avery Johnson's been screaming for five days in a row. Especially at the end here when he goes like when he goes like this. Towards the the the, the um the top the, the you know the, the half court. <laughs> oh God, Jesus! I don't like. Uh, he I, says, I hate these because it's like I'm gonna be mad when I hear the answer. He says players these days, you know, yeah. nothing. I honest, I'm at a loss. We're just seceding without an answer. I, I might, I might be throwing in a towel. I feel like we're. I mean, at least pick a, a player that's talking about between Marcus Smart and Derek White because I think it's he's mad about the Warriors not trapping. Yep. Which they won't do. So I'm going to go with Marcus Smart because he did have a bigger game than Derek White did. <laughs> Derek White was 5 of 8. Marcus Smart was 4 of 7. <laughs> Derek White had 21 points. Smart had 18. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah, yeah, brother. brother. <laughs> uh, okay, so Marcus Smart and we think it's just going to be some vet that we can't think of at this time. No, I'm mad about it. All right. Yeah. Avery Johnson. Okay. Avery Johnson. <laughs> Avery Johnson. It's a fun guess. Okay, uh, cool. Really Let's see who he's guess. talking about. Steph, you have to put your body on. Nope. <laughs> Steph, Steph, you have to put your body into him. Chris Mullen or something? It's not Chris oh. Mullen. 
All right, let's welcome in NBA legend Gary Payton. Nope. Oh. And he would be talking, talking about, about it. Stuff talking about from stuff. Game two. Yeah. Uh, because his son, of course, is performing very well. He's been, uh, well, perf- or sorry, his son uh, is performed well nicely. in game two. Uh, yeah. His presence was notable in game two. Uh, game two. Um, and he's talking about how he would guard Gary Payton, or sorry, how Gary Payton would guard Steph Curry in today's NBA. So incorrect on both accounts there. Sorry. Nope. Uh, 200 points to me, so we're dead even. Don't get mad. All right, Gary. <laughs> okay. All right, on to question four now. Who is speaking in this clip? And just for good measure. I hate you. Who is this person Gosh. speaking about? He created the championship culture. He came from the San Antonio Spurs where he won a championship, Mm -hmm. where Popovich groomed him to become a coach. Mm -hmm. And everything he learned from Pop, he poured into us. Mm -hmm. Their system was now our system. Mm -hmm. And we knew to get that championship, I already said, to get the road to the championship, always goes through the championship. Champion, we had to go through San Antonio. And they had big brother Dallas for years. Like, Mm -hmm. I even watched the series when when they ran through them. Who is speaking in that clip, and who is that person speaking about? Uh, heads on the mics, feeling defeated. I'm so defeated. I don't even have a guess, unless I hear it again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm at that point. I'm I don't okay. Know. Well, they both coached in San Antonio, so mm-hmm. that's when I was like, shit, this is gonna be tricky. Mm. But then he started sort of leaning towards Kerr because they're talking about San Antonio as another. Mm-hmm. Place. Power in the league. Yeah. <sighs> so now I'm thinking of old Warriors players. So help me there. Let's listen again. Let's hear, Chamberlain. Let's hear a touch. He created the championship <laughs> culture. He came from the San Antonio Spurs where he won a championship, mm-hmm. where Popovich groomed him to become a coach. Mm-hmm. And everything he learned from Pop, he poured into us. Mm-hmm. Their system was now our system. Who was trying? But he also says in that clip, in my head, it's somebody that was like in Dallas. Like Spurs had big brother Dallas for years. Oh, shit. That does sound like Jason Terry. Hmm. Yeah, but then where's Kerr fit in? Did Terry play with any other? Because is it the championship in Dallas that brought in a championship culture for like that one run? But why are we talking about that this Steve week? Steve Kerr wasn't a part of that, though. Mm. No. So I was thinking, like, okay, Steve Kerr, former pop assistant, comes to Golden State. Golden State. So Sean Livingston. Doesn't sound like a Sean Livingston. I don't know voice. what Leander Barbosa sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheese and rice. Well. It's a tough one. It it's is a, a tough, tough one. one. God, it sounds like Jason Day. Jason Terry talking about uh, who else was on that Mavericks team? What? Yeah, give me the second. You cut it off early. Okay. He created the championship culture. He came from the San Antonio Spurs where he won a championship, mm-hmm. where Popovich groomed him to become a coach. Mm-hmm. And everything he learned from Pop, he poured into us. Mm-hmm. Their system was now our system. Mm-hmm. And we knew to get that championship, I already said, to get the road to the championship, always mm-hmm. goes through the championship. champion, we had to go through San Antonio. And they had big brother Dallas for years. Like, mm-hmm. I even watched the series yeah. when, they, when they ran through them. Okay. No, I'm off that now. Did that help you? Not Dallas. 
Yeah, got us off that, so that did help. So it's us. Us. It's and cool. then the road to the championship would go through San Antonio, so Western Conference team. I think he's talking about Steve Kerr. It's not Harrison Barnes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Harrison Barnes was on the table. He was on the table. Let's get an answer, guys. I don't. They're talking about Steve Kerr. Okay. 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 Locking sure. in the Steve Kerr. Sure. Locking in Steve Kerr. Okay. We're locking in Steve Kerr, and who is talking about him? Obviously, it's not Harrison Barnes. Clearly. It's definitely not Steph Curry or Draymond Green. Of course. Um, well, that leaves us with a host of players. Oh, wow. Great. Namely, <laughs> now that you've eliminated namely an Andre five. Iguodala. Old no. guy. Grizzled old guy at this point in time. I don't know. <laughs> I can keep talking like I'm going to figure it out if you'd sure. like. Um, obviously, it's not going to be a DeMarcus Cousins. Definitely there. not a Kevon Looney. Uh, I, why are we doing? Uh, <laughs> Just give me a name. You're going to get it wrong. Give me a name. Okay. Leandro Barbosa. Yeah. Final answer? Let's yeah, remember he, some he doesn't guys. Have a, yeah. Do you want to hear who was speaking or who uh, was who, who was he talking about? about? Who was he talking Give about? Give me the good news. You yeah. are never going to believe this. Fuck. You know, I got to be honest. Avery Johnson laid the foundation. It was Avery Johnson after you guys were just talking about it. Nope. <laughs> Let's see who was talking. Kyle. Oh, buddy. We go way back like four flats on Cadillacs, man. We got one of the best six mans ever. The man that won championships on every level. He is a champion. And now he about to become a champion pretty soon a as goal, a coach, man. man. You know what I'm saying? He pointed to the youth. The man did it big. An NBA champ. Jason. The Jet. Terry on the wrong way. It was Jason Terry. Talking about Avery Johnson. Yes. God. Yeah, it's Jason Terry talking about Avery Johnson in their 2006 playoff run with the Mavericks. Because. Worried about that. Johnson was not the head coach of the 2011 Mavericks. That, of course, was Rick Carlisle. So that is what they were talking about there. So. What uh, a fun game. It was good. My self-esteem is through the roof. <laughs> Hooray. What's the final score there? So I finished five with to three. 500 to 300. Yeah. Well, good yeah. job to me. Thanks so much for those points. That, of course, was... What did he say? Well, I appreciate those points at the start of the month. Always need those bad boys. Uh, that was a fun one. We got a little recap of the two NBA Finals games so far. We are going to dive into our game of the week, which is Who Am I? Uh, here are the rules. I will list facts about a player for 60 seconds. It is your job to correctly guess who I am portraying. Uh, the correct guess is worth 500 points initially and degrades in value depending on the time that the player is guessed. Um, so you're both going at the same time. You can okay. throw out names as much as you'd like. There's only two names on the board today. Uh, these are easier to get, I believe, than typical, uh, who am I, uh, players have been in the past. So are you guys ready to get started? So ready. Oh yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Mm. I was born on November 15th, 1995 in Edison, New Jersey. My mother is Dominican. I won a state championship for St. Joseph High School in 2012. Kobe Horford. Incorrect. I recorded two quadruple doubles in high school. I was the second ranked player in my college class behind my own teammate. I played one season at Kentucky. I was drafted in, Rondo. 
incorrect. I was drafted in 2015. I have only played for one team in my... Booker. Incorrect. One team in my NBA career. I won the 2016 Rookie of the Year and was selected to the All-NBA Rookie Team. I'm a three-time NBA All-Star. I won the NBA three-point contest. I'm a six-foot-eleven center from the Minnesota Timberwolves. My name Cut. is... Cat, 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 cat. <laughs> no, Neither he is half Dominican. Nope. Nope. Oh, man. I, I guess I'll give each a po- 100 points, I guess. Right. Uh, good for you. I appreciate the <laughs> I think you need there. it. Yeah, Jeez, for sure. Right. Yeah, uh, the, the only thing that I had to skip there was that he signed a five-year, $190 million Supermax extension in 2018. Would I, would that have given it to either of you? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. what I was waiting for. <laughs> I figured so. All right, well, well, right. Uh, well done-ish, kind of, no, 100 points. well done. No, terrible. <laughs> On to question two now. Are you ready? Go a little slower with the hints. Uh, I'm going to do my best. You got a little under 60 seconds. Okay. I was born September 14th, 1989 in Houston, Texas. My father abandoned me <laughs> when I was... Thir- Jimmy Butler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get Michael ah. Jordan on the line. Pew, 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 pew. Get MJ on the phone. Good job. I thought that might give you away. The, ne- the very next one was when I was 13 years old. My mother kicked me out. That is correct. <laughs> Jimbo. Good job. Yes, it was Jimmy Buckets. Uh, so, boy, wow. What quite the turnaround. You're going to get 400 points for that one. Good for you. Uh, here are the facts that you missed. Uh, he attended Tomball High School. Uh, only averaged 10 points per game in a high school re- uh, senior year of high school. Attended uh, Tyler Junior College and Marquette. Was drafted Marquette? in 2011. Yeah. Okay. Only played 42 games in 11 and 12 uh played for four teams in his career one most improved player in 2015 six-time nba all-star five-time all defensive second team selection known to be a fan of country music own a very expensive coffee shop brand six foot seven guard for the miami heat correct hmm. wow. Jimmy yeah. Butler. no I rachel nichols that. love no Rachel Nichols. That is true. Uh, maybe, maybe he has a thing with Rachel Nichols. Good job. Uh, that was who am I? We had to kind of sneak that in one in there. Uh, we have a lot to get to today, so we didn't want to go too long on this one. Uh, but now we've got these points here, and you're probably wondering what we're going to do with them. To you, I say we gamble them away. And props to you. Light them on fire. <laughs> Another exciting week of props to you, strictly because we're starting a new month, right? So we the leaderboard currently stands with Kyle at the bottom with 400 points. Michael, doing a lot better than last month, in second place with 500 points. Thanks. I've got 800 points in a big lead. And this week, I'm going to take Robert Williams over. Big boy scoring a lot. Uh, his five and a half. That's the over-under for him. Wow. Taking the over. I'm going to put all of them on there. I'm just going to go for it. Wow. Um, Kyle, you're taking Tatum's over at 27 and a half. Bold choice, but what are you doing? Yeah, I said it earlier. Uh, kind of some stinkers in game one and two. So back to the garden. I think he's going to do it. Let me bet them all. All right. Wow. Michael's going to take a big gamble on inconsistent pool party at 12 and a half's over. What are you thinking? How many do I have again? You have 500. Let me do 250. I'll take half of 250. it, 250. Both I, of your bets feel like when you look at those lines, you're like, what does Vegas know that I don't know? Right. Robert Williams, what, six points, you said? Mm-hmm. No, five and a half, yeah. Five and a half points, and then Poole is at 12 and a half. 12 and yeah. a half. It's crazy. What you're in, right. What information do I not have They here? have the future. They see the future. Mm, I yeah, hear you. That's why I was like, Tatum's line seems about right, <laughs> so I'll play with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Both of ours are uh, kind of uh-huh. like, uh, it's nearly too good to be true. So, all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, be sure to follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the group. Uh, just a reminder, we are recording live from the A studio. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Kyle, what you got for the people? Are you going to do it? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. So, uh... Dive into ha- a little thought experiment with us. Yeah, we had a thought experiment. If you could only take five songs with you for the rest of your life, you can only play five songs, what would they be? Mm. So I sprung this on the boys today, so today is more of a... What's the one surefire thing you don't have to think about too much? Give us a couple weeks to think about the rest of the five. Sure. So pick number one. For you. I'm going to go Float On by Modest Mouse. Okay. I'll like never it. skip it when it comes on. I can always listen to it. Easy listening. Makes me feel good. I'm going to go with Float On. Justin? I think I'm going to go with Mega Hit. Huge song. Oh, oh Michael Jackson song. A trio. <laughs> Of brothers, Mbop. Why? By Hanson. You're joking. Okay. You're joking me. Uh, you ever heard it? Have we yes, ever I'm heard it? Familiar. All right, buddy. Easy. Uh, I'm going with Hotel California by the Eagles. That's that's my knee jerk number one. Good first pick. Uh, long, uh, not as long as I wish. I wish that solo was 12 minutes long, uh, but uh, not as long as I wish it was. But a longer song, uh, classic rock, one of the best rock songs in history in my mind. Uh, Justin, what do you got for the people? As always, next year, let's go Wizards. Wow. Okay. So Bringing it back. I haven't heard that you were a Wolves fan. I thought you were a Celtics fan. Yeah, I thought you were a Mavericks uh, fan. First off, never said I was a fan of either of those teams. Right? Fair. Fair. Fair enough. I did pick them, and that didn't work out. <laughs> but most of my Delusional life... Delusional picks on their behalf. Most of my <laughs> life hasn't. And I'm still here, like the Wizards will be next year. Here still here are. in the NBA Finals. Here you heard it are. here first. Okay, Michael. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate it. Uh, as always, be sure you follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok. Got a lot of good stuff. Rest in peace, Ben Moore. And thanks, and don't forget, yay basketball. <laughs>